0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is the fifth of nine lessons learned from the miracles of Elisha, a series. The title of this podcast is Miracles Related to Eyes. They include Optical Illusions, Eyes of the Servant Opened, Blinding of the Syrian Army, and Healing of the Syrian Army's Blindness. Elisha's Miracle Number Six optical illusions is found in 2 Kings 3 and 21 through 23 and it relates to the Moabites revolt let us review a bit of the background of the Moabites to better understand this miracle the Moabites were the descendants of Moab a son born to Lot who was Abraham's nephew born of an incestuous relationship with his oldest daughter, and that story is found in Genesis 19 and 37. Ruth, one of the few women mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus, was originally a Moabitess. King David conquered Moab, 2 Samuel 8 and 2, but the state regained its independence after King Solomon, David's son, died. King Ahab again defeated them and they became a vassal or subordinate state to Israel. It was after the death of Ahab that Moab rebelled against Israel again. Vassal states either provide military support when the dominant state requests it or they pay a tribute. Vassal states that pay a tribute rather than provide military support are often known as tributary states. Misha, the king of Moab, delivered one hundred thousand lambs and the wool of one hundred thousand rams to Israel. But Misha took advantage of his opportunity to get victory over their vassal status after King Ahab died. Let's read second Kings three verses 4 through 5. And Mesha, king of Moab, was a sheep master and rendered unto the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs and a hundred thousand rams with the wool. But it came to pass when Ahab was dead that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. King Jehoram, the rebellious king of Israel, requested that Jehoshaphat, the good king of Judah, join him in the battle against Moab. They wanted to return Moab to the vassal state. The two joined with the ungodly king of Edom. But after traveling for seven days, the three kings had no more water for themselves or their horses, And they went to Elisha for help. Now at first, Elisha indicated that he was not interested in assisting them. But because of the good King Jehoshaphat, he decided to help them. And now come the optical illusions miracle. The Moabites woke up the morning of the battle. They saw the sun shining on the ditches that were filled with water and they thought the water was blood. Then they joyously decided that the three kings had killed each other, and all they had to do was ride in and claim the spoils. When they rode their full selves into the camp of Israel, what they found was surprise, surprise, surprise. The 24th verse of 2 Kings chapter 3 says that when the Moabites rode into the camp of Israel, The Israelites smote them, ran them back to their country, and then continued to beat them in their own country. They got whooped in front of their family and friends. Oh, my. Let's read verses 21 through 24. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings were coming up to fight against them, they gathered all that were able to put on armor and upward and stood in the border. And they rose up early in the morning, and the sun shone up on the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. And they said, This is blood. The kings are surely slain, and they have smitten one another. Now therefore, Moab to the spoil. And when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites, so that they fled before them. But they went forward, smiting the Moabites, even in their country. So what lessons do we learn from the optical illusions miracle? Number one, the Cedar Monk kids wrote a song entitled, Oh, Be Careful Little Eyes What You See. Its lyrics certainly apply to the Moabite situation when they saw blood instead of water. And that song goes like this. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above is looking down in love. So be careful, little eyes, what you see. Lesson number two. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And that's found in Proverbs 16 and 18. It was pride that told the Moabites that they had an easy victory, but they received an ugly beating. Lesson number three. If a thing seems too good to be true, it isn't true. The Moabites didn't see one single dead body in or around the ditches. They only saw what they thought was blood. They just got tricked by their own eyes. And number four, check and double check before proceeding. And even then, proceed with caution. That's a good lesson for all of us. Now, here's an interesting conclusion to this matter of Moabite's independence that I'm just throwing in for free. Misha, the king of Moab, tried to take 700 men and break through to the king of Edom. But even that didn't work. In full view of his enemies, the king of Moab sacrificed his son, the heir to the throne, and the crown prince of Moab to the pagan god Chemosh on the wall. Then he took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead, according to the scriptures of 2 Kings 3 and 27, and offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. And that was great indignation against Israel. And they departed from him and returned to their own land. Now, this thing that that awful king Misha did caused the three kings, Jehoram of Israel, Jehoshaphat of Judah, and the king of Edom to retreat because of great anger and wrath against Israel. As a result of Misha's unconscionable act, Moab maintained its independence for two additional centuries. Now, I can't explain why the anger and wrath of the people were directed against Israel. Misha was the one who did this ugly thing against his son. It seems to me the crowd should have been angry at Misha. Nevertheless, that's war and that's history. The next miracle of Elisha related to eyes is number 19, Eyes of the Servant Opened. It's found in Second Kings 6 and 13 through 17. Sometime after Naaman, the captain of the army of Syria, was healed of leprosy, the king of Syria went to war with Israel. Elisha was able to inform the king of Israel about the plans of the Syrian king. To encompass and entrap Elisha, the Syrian king sent a host of horses, chariots, and an army by night to surround Elisha's city. Let's read verses 13 and 14. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. When Elisha's servant awoke and saw the Syrians, he went back to Elisha and fearfully asked, What shall we do? In the fifteenth verse, and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, Behold, an host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? But Elisha had an answer for his servant because he already knew how God was protecting them. Let's read verses 16 and 17. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. God had already shown Elisha his support system, so he was not concerned. When a servant was afraid about what his natural eyes beheld, Elisha prayed and the servant experienced a miracle. His spiritual eyesight was opened and it was revealed that the mountains were filled with horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. So what lessons do we learn from this miracle? Number one. An entire world of activity goes on in the spirit world that our natural eyes cannot see. Number two, prophets can see both natural and spiritual phenomena. And number three, God's children never have to fear what man can do. God is always on our side. He will always fight for us. Elisha's final two miracles related to eyes were number 20, blinding of the Syrian army and number 22, the healing of the Syrian army of blindness. When the Syrian army went to the wall of Samaria demanding that Elisha be delivered to them, Elisha was already set and prayed that God smite the entire army with blindness. And guess what? Instantly, they were all blinded. Verse 18 says, And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. This is found in Second Kings 6 and 18. Once Elisha accomplished what he had planned, which was the capture of the army, he prayed again, and God opened the blinded eyes of the Syrian army. Verse 20 says, And it came to pass... When they were coming to Samaria, that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. Lessons learned there too. Number one, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. That's found in Isaiah 54 and 17. And then that final lesson for us today is never underestimate the power of God. The next podcast will be number six, and it is related to the defeat of enemies. Look for it.